Greetings, adventure. Welcome to the D20 Academy podcast. I'm Shiloh. I'm Gabriel. And this is episode 36, Class Spotlight on the Ranger. Hey, you guys. Welcome to this week's Class Spotlight. This is the segment where we spend an entire episode breaking down a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition class and give you guys uh, all, all kind of stuff. Basic description, what the class is, what its abilities are, what its purpose is in the game. Yeah, and like, uh, if if it is the class for you, if, if you're someone who's trying to figure out the class they want to play, um, if this kind of fits through your playstyle, or, or you're the kind of person who would enjoy mm-hmm. this class. Um, now today is, is on is on the the ranger, which is a class. It is a class yep. in the game. We're gonna, we're gonna yes, we're gonna get get into it. <laughs> uh, real quick, do you want to tell them about the new kind of format that that, that we've been doing? Yeah, what is? <laughs> oh, well, uh, it's kind of okay. Basically, we've just been kind of shifting D20 Academy. Away from like a, a super Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. hyper D- Dungeons and Dragons focused podcast, to more of a, a a broader niche with storytelling and just role playing games in general. Mm-hmm. Also, Gabe is now joining me as like an official co-host. Like yeah. it or not, I am here to stay. <laughs> it's yeah. Don't like it, you can go. Away. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, if you want to keep up to date with all the D twenty Academy stuff, all the stuff we're doing here on the podcast, follow the Instagram yep. at D twenty underscore Academy. Yep. And if you got some friends uh, and stuff, other people who like D&D or who are trying to get into D&D, um, if you can refer them to the podcast and stuff, uh, it really means a lot to us and we can help out new people and, and you know, get them into role-playing games or help them perfect their craft and all that kind of stuff. Anything else you want to say before we get in? Um, nothing. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alright, to start us off, we're going to go over a brief description of what the Ranger class is. So, Rangers are... Warriors of the wilderness, basically, specializing in hunting, tracking, guiding, and surviving in harsh places of the world. Uh, they serve as kind of like protectors of civilization against, like, you know, the hordes and hordes of wild beasts or monsters in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they right, scroll yeah, multiple places. They, they kind of <laughs> have uh, they they have nature based magic uh, a lot like kind of like the druid class. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're like, hey, what's the druid class? Go listen to the class spotlight on the druid. Uh, it's another episode uh, that we have. Um, go ahead and listen to that if if you're interested. Um, and also they have skills that kind of hone their abilities in a particular biome, a, tip- mm-hmm. uh, a particular environment, and uh, against like a specific enemy. Yeah, or type of enemy. Yeah, foe. Um, kind of kind of the 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 places. Where they know like really well, they can like track really well, mm-hmm. travel whether it's like a forest or a mountain, and yeah. then if they're skilled at hunting dragons or whatever, we'll we'll get, we'll get more into that uh, soon. Yeah, later on. Yeah, but that's kind of the basic description of kind of what a ranger is. They shooty people. They shooty people. <laughs> uh, Next, like just some stereotypes. There's ranger yeah. stereotypes. Um, the the stereotypical ranger is is like wood elf, green cloak. And their hood, and they're hopping around the trees with a bow and arrow, shooting things. Shooting things. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a pretty <laughs> typical, like stereotypical, uh, like D and D ranger, or, like fantasy ranger. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I would say like kind of like Legolas, except he's really not a ranger. He's really a, a yeah. But uh, kind of mix between like Legolas and Aragorn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is 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 kind of the typical. I think a good picture of like, yeah, like, the shooting of Legolas, and also like in like the first Lord of the Rings movie. You see, like, Aragorn go and forage around for something in the wilderness to help Frodo survive. You know, things like yeah. that. And, you go, and, and in the uh, in the two towers, he's tracking yep. Merry and Pippin and, like, looking at So that's all ranger stuff. Tracking and, and foraging and, and being in the wilderness and stuff. 
But the stereotypical thing of tree hopping mm-hmm. with a bow and arrow, that's very legalist. Yeah. Or, you know, shield, <laughs> shield sliding. Surfing. Shield surfing. Shield surfing, know. yeah. that's <laughs> Down the steps of stairs, you know. Yeah. Um, that's how we go. But just, just, just a quick note. That's kind of like... Uh, also, D&D really pushes that stereotype because the wood elf is like the best race to choose yeah. for. A, it's a uh, really good race. It makes a good ranger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A really good ranger. So it, it's kind of like pushing that stereotype and stuff, which is fine. Let's talk about stereotypes real quick when it comes to creating a D&D character. What, what are your kind of thoughts? Um, I think stereotypes are good for a couple of reasons. They're good for new players to get a like, base idea of like, okay, what is possible for me to do with this class or with this race or something like that. Stereotypes can help like, give you an image, a mental image of what you can do, what you can accomplish. Mm-hmm. And they can also be good to work off of, say, like, hmm, okay, so I have this class in mind, here are the stereotypes about that class, how can I take that stereotype and make it more personalized, make it more me? It gives you a nice starting place to work ideas from. Sure, yeah. I think, um, yeah, I, I think stereotypes have their place in D&D, yes. 100%. Uh, I'm not, like, super anti-stereotypes mm-hmm. or whatever, or, or, and I'm also not, like, anti, like, creating a super unique, fresh character. I think both are really cool in their own ways. For new players, I think being like playing a stereotype, it can be really, really useful. It can really help getting into role playing and stuff because you've seen this kind of character before. You understand how they act and like how they, you know, how they perceive situations and how they react to things. Um, so when you're basing a character off of a stereotype, I think you can really get into them much easier and be able to role play them and stuff much, much easier. Mm. Um, but along the same vein, I think playing like a unique new take. Mm-hmm. On, like, a, a character or a class or whatever, I think can also offer a really cool experience and kind of a fresh story. Yeah. But also, at the same time, like, there's a reason, like, stereotypes are stereotypes. Because, like, it's something that's popular and works. Yeah. And it can be fun. And that's, yeah. none of that is bad. You yeah. Know? Like, no, no. Yeah. When definitely, I'm... like, there are good things about stereotypes. You just have to find, like, a balance between uh-huh. what I keep generic and what do I make special for me. Yeah. And I think also for the other players in the game... With if you're playing a stereotype, it's also easier for them to understand your character, yeah, yeah, and you're kind of placing the party and all that kind of stuff. It it also kind of helps in those areas. Um, all, right, all right, moving on. Yeah. Um. Next, like just basic strengths and weaknesses of the Rangers. Like the strengths, they definitely have them. We'll get into <laughs> details of all of that later. Yeah. It's a little bit, eh. Strengths. Uh, specialization. They get to choose their favorite, like, terrain, favorite yeah, enemy. As you're saying, yeah. They specialize in hunting those things, and they're good at it. Well, they are supposed to be. Uh, survival and tracking, exploration, hiding, theme, and flavor. Like, what do you like about the ranger? The strengths about it. What do you like? Yeah, I, I think the, the specialization thing, you know, really, like, honing in on, like, what is, like, your the environment that you grew up in and stuff that you're good at hunting in, like, your foe thing. I think that's really cool. I, I really like that concept. We're going to get into those the details of mm-hmm. those abilities in a second here um, and, and kind of get more in depth uh, with them and kind of discuss more in that regard. Um, other than that, I think the best thing the ranger has going for them is flavor. Honestly, yeah. in my mind, I think the stereotypical rangers like that wood elf hopping around the trees, bone arrow, it's mm-hmm. so cool. It's super badass. A lot yeah. of people want to play that. Um, a wood elf ranger is like every new character makes a wood elf. You know, like, <laughs> like, it's a very popular thing. Mm-hmm. When I introduce people to D&D, a lot of people choose a wood elf ranger. It's just... It's so cla- it, it, it's a it's cool. It's exciting. It's familiar. Yeah, it's all those things. Yeah, because everyone knows like they're like player. like they're awesome. Yeah. They're like badass Middle Earth elves, uh, that kind of thing. Um, but I, I mean, I think we can we can even start talking about this now. The fifth edition ranger is not good. Yeah, and it's <laughs> not good for a variety of reasons. Well, 
it kind of feels like it's based reason. That's why it's not good. It's just, it's just not consistent throughout the game, and it's not very versatile yeah. with its abilities that it has. Like the special class abilities, the good theme and style and flavor parts that it has. They're supposed to be like the base class abilities. Yeah, basically don't get used. Yeah. Uh, like 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 I said, like the theme and the flavor is really cool. Like a tracking, hunting expert, all this kind of stuff, and m- a lot of the abilities reflect that. They they, they do mm-hmm. re- reflect that. They did a good job with that, but it just doesn't come. It to just play it, enough. it never comes to play. The the ranger is not mechanically good. okay. When we say like it's not good, mm-hmm. it's not mechanically good. Obviously, D and D is not about uh, yeah, rules and combat and all that kind of stuff. Um, we'll get into you know, if you're going to like playing a range or whatever. Mm-hmm. But telling you straight off, if you like feeling powerful and you like being a really cool character, doing a lot of cool stuff in combat, ranger is just really not good at that. Like, there are ways you can make it work. There are ways you can make it do a lot of damage if that's what you're trying to do. But it just, you have to pigeonhole yourself into, this is the yeah. one place yeah. that can do that. This is the one way I can do that. And you just have to ignore yeah. the rest choose of the class. Choose this subclass, choose this ability, all that kind of stuff. And this yeah. feat or whatever. Uh, yeah, but otherwise, if, if you're not super big on that, that doesn't matter a lot to you. Mm-hmm. I think... The theme and the flavor is, is really is really something that really wins for the ranger. Yeah, that's um, definitely a strength. Yeah. For and me, I think it least. rivals even that of like a warlock, because uh, I think the warlock is fantastic. I think mm-hmm. the theme and flavor with, with the warlock is is, is phenomenal. Um, and we'll be talking about a warlock in one of these class spotlights soon. But um, forward to that. Yeah, uh, that's kind of the strength. But as as you were saying, the consistency and the versatility they are just. They're they're not they're not yeah they're 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 not consistent they're they're just not mechanically strong their things don't come into play enough mm-hmm. and part of that is part about its weakness of consistency is just throughout the world you're not always going to be a place where the strengths of the ranger come into play and when a ranger is not in the place that it wants to be in when a ranger is like in an urban environment that yeah. doesn't know anything about can't use its survival skills or. It's hide in plain sight skills and all of those things. It just feels so out of place, sadly. Yeah. Because yeah, it doesn't get to use all the abilities that it's built for. Yeah, it's. It's it's a weird thing. Also, uh, you mentioned hiding in one of its strengths. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a. Really, <laughs> we'll get into this. But there's a weird thing. Rangers are really good at hiding. I don't know. I, I kind of get why, like, because they can, like, camouflage and stuff. Mm-hmm. We're getting into this more, but, like. <laughs> If you want to be a character who's really good at hiding, uh, you should you should play a ranger. All right. Next, uh, what races and backgrounds work really well with a ranger? Um, we already mentioned one. Yeah, yeah. The what off is 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 obviously like the the the, the best one in fifth yeah. edition for doing it. Uh, real quick though, I do this every class battle. I have to do a disclaimer before this section about the race and background synergy, which is that. Uh, when we, when we say here, like, what races and backgrounds and stuff, like, work, like, are the best for this class or whatever, we're not saying don't, like, choosing the other ones yeah. is, like, stupid or bad or whatever. Once again, d is not about, totally about the mechanical things. Mm. It's about telling a story and creating a really good character and role-playing, all that kind of stuff. So you can make a good ranger out of any, any, any race, race any, any background. Yes, but these are kind of more the ones that are uh, mechanically beneficial to mm. being a ranger and also kind of stereotypically kind of fit the, 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 the mold. Mm-hmm. Um, so, rangers primarily use dexterity, um, for, for combat. Yeah, for ranged attacks and all that. Yeah, there, you can make a strength-based ranger. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. I don't think it's, I don't think it's too bad, but. No, it's just. Not as good. Focusing on dexterity is. Yeah, because then you can, like, longbow so and then, like, two short swords or whatever. Um, and then the secondary uh, ability is, uh, wisdom. For, for all your, your kind of druidic magic and also ranger spells that you get. Yeah, and also, like, tracking and all that kind of stuff. That's True. all, yeah. that's all wisdom. And survival. 
Um, so yeah, best race, elf. What elf? Yep. What elf <laughs> for sure. Um, but halflings get a bonus to dexterity, mm-hmm. and then hilldwarfs get a bonus to wisdom. So those can also be good. Sure. Yeah. What else? Also, humans work. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of anything. course. I, I barely mentioned humans in this just because, of course, humans. It's kind of a given. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Humans obviously work uh, with with every single every single class. Yeah. Um, but races like tieflings, half orcs, dragonborn, mechanically they don't make very powerful rangers. Just from the ability scores they boost, yeah. and also from just their racial abilities and stuff, won't really come into play. All right, you talk about backgrounds. Backgrounds. <sighs> Thing is, I don't really like the way backgrounds are in D and D. That's just my personal uh-huh. opinion. Get that out of the way. Backgrounds uh, typically would be like Outlander and Hermit and Folk Hero to a lesser extent, and like those like really fit the stereoty- stereotype of oh, a ranger out in the woods, yeah. away from the rest of civilization, hunting, surviving, foraging, doing all of that. Yeah, that's very Outlander stuff. Uh, but also, <laughs> also hermit, I think if you're like kind of a lone mm-hmm. lone wolf kind of character. Yep, can definitely fit you. Yeah. Yep. Um, least stereotypical would be like you know your charlatan, your guild artisan, you know, up in the city. Yeah, doing just, your job. Yeah, just because those are heavily emphasized on urban. Yeah. Environments, which your ranger can be an urban ranger. That's like a thing in the. Sure. Book. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't really make sense. Yeah. But uh, yeah, <laughs> because. Uh, they those are kind of like something like you grew up in like an urban environment and stuff. You once again, you can do whatever background you want. You make your character, make the backstory you you want to make. Mm-hmm. Don't don't let this like like stop you or anything. This is just kind of like the stuff that kind of fits into like the stereotype. Yeah. Or is kind of mechanically beneficial to your character. Yeah. Just things to keep in mind if you're trying to make your character powerful or want to fit a stereotype. Yeah. All right. Next, we're going to talk about a couple of the abilities that the ranger has. You know, some mm-hmm. of the key abilities and their strengths, weaknesses, flaws, and, and all that. We got a lot here. Uh, <laughs> rangers have quite a lot of abilities, and we have a lot to talk about. So, so first one is going to be our favorite enemy slash natural explorer. These are supposed to be like some of the rangers' base abilities. Mm-hmm. All rangers get them at a low level, and it's supposed to be really about what the ranger class is. Yeah, I, I, I you get a at first level. Both of these you get you get a first level. This is like. Uh, kind of the thing that kind of like defines your character. Like rogues get sneak attack at first level. That's like yeah. their thing. And then like fighters Barbarians get rage. And yeah, all fighters that. get fighting style. I want to say healing. Sir, not healing. Sir, second wind. Uh, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, barbarians get rage. Like that's they're very like second wind second level. Oh, I thought action search was second level. Action search was third. Third. No, third is the archetype. <laughs> anyway, uh, but like for rage, rage for barbarian is a really good example. Yeah. The rage is like the barbarian's thing. Yeah, and so that comes in at first level. So for the ranger, those things are favorite enemy and natural explorer. <sighs> these abilities. Yeah, these yeah. Abilities. Yeah, these abilities. <sighs> these are not the. So, favorite enemy. It allows you to choose like a monster type or two humanoid types, and become really, really familiar with it. You get to like track, an advantage to track them. On your, your checks to track them, and you also get to learn its language. And that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so, you, so you choose a creature type, celestial, dragon, aberration, or you can choose two humanoid, t- humanoid types like gnoll, yeah. orc, whatever. Um, and so it's like, that's like your favorite enemy or whatever. The only thing you get <laughs> is advantage on checks to track it, and you learn its language. 
Uh, I can find it and speak to it. Yeah, I don't... That's cool. I know I still a lot about hunting dragons. I can find it and talk to it. <laughs> I, st- I still... Like, that's, that's still cool to me. Like, Adventure Track, it learns language. Yeah. That's fine. But there should be more. There should be more. Also... A favored enemy. Yeah. Also, this does get upgraded at, like, 6th and 13th level or something. But those are just, like, choose an additional creature type. Yeah. It doesn't actually make the feature itself better in any way. And should we just discuss this right now? I don't... I Yeah, we don't like this for a number of reasons. I, th- I don't think really anyone likes this. Yeah... Because to me, you know, if, if I'm playing a ranger and I'm like, do dragons, I'm like, my backstory is about like hunting dragons and all this kind of stuff. Mm. I'm like a renowned dragon hunter character. And we come across a dragon. Nothing. I barely, <laughs> I guess like I, I can track it and like find it a little better. And I, I mean, I can, I can most dragons but can it's speak some, common. Something you're supposed to have a long history with of hunting and fighting. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I should get be, any bonus yeah, to it. I should be able to know where its weak spots are, mm-hmm. how to extract organs from it or whatever, whatever it is. I just feel like there should be way more because mm-hmm. you spent years studying them and like, hunting them. You should know how their society works and all this kind of stuff. And like, you just you don't. You just get these two little things. It it it's, it's, it's kind, kind of, of mean, yeah. It's kind of meaningless. But that's not the worst of it. All right, what's next? next natural explorer. Yeah. Let's say choose like a biome and you get a bunch of minor benefits when in the biome, like not getting slowed down by difficult terrain or becoming lost. Yeah. Which sure, those are things. Yes, those are things. For those sure. are things. It's, it's quite. It's quite a big list. There's like six things. Yeah, you but get they're all just very minor little boons that you get <laughs> while in this one specific. Yeah. Biome. The ranger depends a lot on the kind of campaign you're yes, running. Yes, you have to be in the right area and finding the right things. Yeah, I, I think if first of all you have to be playing one that is going into the wilderness a lot. You have to be playing one where you'll be against your favorite enemy multiple times. Yeah. You have to be playing one where the biome that you've chosen, Arctic, hills, forest, whatever it is, comes into play often. And also that your DM cares about the details of exploring and traveling. Like getting lost and being slowed down and travel time and foraging for food. If your DM doesn't care about all of that, then none of those things are going to And just skims over it. That's entire ability gone. Yeah, nothing none of these come into play. So like they're they're fine like they're not bad. Yeah. Like these are cool little minor abilities that are like useful. But only if your DM uses that kind of thing. And I don't, in very specific yeah, situations. Like for yeah. me, when, when I Dungeon Master, I don't really use this kind of, I don't really care about this kind of stuff. Traveling, maybe you'll come across a cool thing or come, come across like an encounter. Mm. But I, I don't really care a lot about when you're foraging for food. Like I want to do like setting up camp and, and keeping watch overnight. I'll do that. But like getting lost and stuff, unless it's like a really specific yeah. thing. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's just... And like the, the the travel speed and stuff, and that's super important to me. It, it's just not yeah, really it's just important. Yeah, a bunch of things that like, depending on your DM, might not be used at all, or mm-hmm. might be used sparingly on specific outings and adventures. It's just not something that's going to come into play many times throughout like an entire campaign length of time. Yeah, so it's just a u- ability that you're just not going to use. Mm-hmm. Both of these, really, both of these are, are just not going to come to play often, and that is a recurring theme in, in with the Ranger yeah. features. Just like you said, not not enough consistency. They're they're not, they're cool and they're they're they have, yep, they're, they're they have cool, flavor. good theme, good yep. flavor. They're just they're just they don't come into play often enough. But you know, look at a class like Rogue, which we'll we'll be talking about in the next class spotlight. Think about every ability they get. Yeah, you're gonna be awesome. using them all the time. All the time, and and you know when it, even when like when it comes to subclass, you'll know by then if Thiefer is the only Thiefer assassin or there's only two. 
Yeah. Okay. Those are only two in the place. Um. Yeah. Like, which one will like matter? Yeah. If you're gonna be, if you're like in an urban setting a lot and you like stealing stuff, thief is cool. Take that or whatever. Those abilities won't go to waste. Mm-hmm. So like you'll know that by that point. But all the other abilities like rogues just get intrinsically are super good and like I want to play a lot. And that's true for like every class. Yeah. Except for like the ranger. Pretty much. Uh, of course, there are like standouts amongst other classes. Like, oh, I won't use this ability from this class. Oh, a couple of abilities. But it'll be like abilities. one here, one there, two yeah. here. But the ranger, there's several throughout the entire. Basically, every feature yeah. you, you'll get. Yeah. Uh, it's rough. It's, 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 it is rough. Yeah. It All is. right. What's All the right. next feature we're talking about? Next one. Next one is. Spellcasting. Mm-hmm. So the ranger has like an access to a pool of spells that it gets at second level, I believe, is spellcasting, mm-hmm. and you get more spells as you go up. But it's a uh, ranger's a half cast, which means it only gets spells one through five. Yeah, yeah, and it, not cantrips. Doesn't get cantrips. Either. Yeah, so sad. So sad. So sad. Um, <laughs> so it's like a paladin. A ranger and a paladin are, are both half casters. Yes. Um, which is like they're primarily martial classes. But those have some spellcasting. Yeah, and with the well, the paladin is like it has martial, and then like some clerics, cleric spells yes. and paladin spells. The ranger is more like it has ranger, like martial class, and then it has druid spells and some. It's kind of like spells. okay, so paladin is like the fighter cleric. Yeah, ranger is like the fighter, fighter druid. druid. Yeah, exactly. Um, which just... is which is cool. <laughs> I'm really glad rangers have spellcasting. If they didn't have spellcasting, they would. <laughs> Yeah, That's a whole other okay. topic, because Hunter's Mark is a spell. <laughs> Should we talk about Hunter's Mark for a second? Yeah, I think Hunter's Mark... What's Hunter's Mark, for the people who don't know? Hunter's Mark is basically what every single ranger is going to be doing every single combat, <laughs> to the point that it literally just should be a, <laughs> a spell... Uh, uh, a, a, not a spell, a, a class ability. Feature, yeah. yeah. But it isn't, because it has to be a spell. Actually, I, I think they have their own spell list. I don't think these take from the Druid class. No, just like they're like... Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Druid spells. I was gonna say, I don't think Druids have Hunter's Mark. No, they don't. They don't. And Paladins are the only ones who have Smites. So, yes. They do have unique spells, yes. Yeah, but they're nature Druidic yeah. themed kind of things. Yeah, they share a lot of the same spells. Yeah, Hunter's Mark is, uh, I believe, unique to... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's just a Ranger spell. Uh, range spell. Uh, one Paladin subclass gets it. Both yes. The Vengeance. The Vengeance, yeah. Uh, but basically, you, you mark a person with a bonus action, and then all your attacks deal an extra d6. Yep. It's good. Really good. It's really good. That's really it's, it's really good. It's really cool. And then like when they die, you can move the mark to another person. Yeah, that's that's really cool. It should be a ranger intrinsic ability, um, just because this is all you're gonna be. Okay, so half casters, paladins, and rangers. Mm-hmm. They're they're primarily martial classes, but they also have this spell casting on the side, and so it's it's kind of a, a weird thing because they don't really have enough spell slots or high enough level level spells for them to be like spell casters and really yeah. be filling that slot of spell casters. Instead, what I've found is they kind of use their spells to enhance... Yeah, that's typically the... The martial stuff. The reoccurring theme with, like, these Gish classes where there's where it's martial and spellcasting mm-hmm. in one. It's typically using your spellcasting to buff yourself and amplify or change the way that you do your martial... The martial thing, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, half the paladin spells are different kinds of smites. Yeah. Which like... just helps you on your, <laughs> mar- you know, your weapon attacks. Um, and, but then, okay, yeah, because, like, all the other spells... Like, the, the kind of, like, wizardy kind of spells that you're going to get access to, you're not yeah. going to use. Um, for example, <laughs> the ranger has a spell called, like, Volley oh, or yeah. something. It's really bad. Uh, I don't know why you'd ever use it. Uh, it's, 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 yeah. it's not good. They have a lot of 
spells you're just not used. But then you'll you also have spells to things like Long Strider. Mm-hmm. That's like to enhance yourself better yeah. in combat and stuff. Yeah. So that's that's cool. I, I do like that. I do like Hifecasters. I, I think I think they're pretty cool. Yeah, Hifecasters are uh, they're really cool if like you aren't sure what you want to play. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I like martial combat, but I also like the ability to cast spells and all those options. Yeah. Halfcasters. Yeah. Pull that niche. So you either do fighter, eldritch uh, knight, yep, the eldritch subclass knight. eldritch knight, or paladin. paladin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. If you if you care about being good, good, play a paladin. Uh, I think the last class spell I did was actually on the paladin. Mm. If you haven't listened to it, uh, go listen to it. It's another half uh, halfcaster. Really good class. Paladin's insanely good. <laughs> it's Paladin's at the top. It's S tier. <laughs> it's S tier. Ranger is not S tier. Um, yeah. Uh, what are the other What are the other features we're gonna talk about? So then, is there find out po- that the Ranger's very good at hiding. <laughs> <laughs> they can These cover themselves so- with leaves, this and if they do not move, <laughs> you don't see. Them. Hey, this is the, one of the weirdest things. Okay, I don't know what level you get at that. Like sixth or seventh, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's an ability called Hide in Plain Sight. So what it means is you can spend a minute camouflaging yourself while in the wild with, like, dirt, muds, and leaves. And then you you have to stay still, though, for it to work. Yeah, you can't And so move. you just, like, look like a tree or, like, a bush. Full of PETA from Hunger Games. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Gotta use my cake, dude! Building skills in the wilderness here! <laughs> oh, that was... Dude, I cannot believe that's in the story. That is embarrassing. So I guess if you want to be PETA, choose a ranger. A couple levels in ranger. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Once again, flavor. Cool. Cool. That's that's cool. Yeah. Camouflaging yourself with dirt and crap. Awesome. When are you going to use the hell Are you going to use this? Okay. Here's the thing. What if they just like bring along like several bags of just like leaves and dirt wherever they go? Throw it all out. <laughs> Okay, there's only one instance where I can think of this being useful. Mm-hmm. An ambush. Yes. A trap. How many times do you do that? An ambush, in- should I say. <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason they call it an ambush. Because <laughs> you thought that was a bush? Nope, it's nope. the ranger. It's the ranger. Also, I do want to say, if you're going to have this ability, at least make it realistic. A minute? Camouflaging yourself to make you look like a Bush? bush? For one minute? I know, like, they're like, okay, this sucks. We need to balance it. <laughs> but also... A minute? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Here's... It's like, oh, I finished tying my shoes and... Wait, where'd the ranger go? Uh, here's... Okay. So, say you want this kind of ability. Say you're designing 5th edition or whatever. And you want the, the rangers to kind of have this... An ability like this. Mm-hmm. What would you do to make this not bad and inconsistent? Um... I would keep it so that... You know, you're using what's around you to camouflage mm-hmm. yourself. Uh-huh. Um, the not moving is a really big limiting factor. Perhaps they added, like, a limit to how far you can move. Like, yep. perhaps in a single turn, or you can yep. only move, like, half speed. Yeah. Or whatever. Just make it more adaptable. You just have to use what's around you. It doesn't have to be necessarily be in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And make it so you can move at least a little bit. I'm I'm imagining like those those snipers with like those bush yeah, things and like suits. The, yeah ghillie suits exactly. like the bow instead of a sniper like that's dope and like you're crawling up to their thing like that's cool. I would also say spell question mark um like the sky self but you look like a that's dope. I that think that's cool. I think that's cool. And rangers do get the spell passed without a trace, which does help them hide better. 
Yeah, well, yeah, it gives plus 10 yeah, to stealth plus 10 when everyone around them. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. They're good at hiding. They are good at hiding. But we're not done yet. There's more <laughs> hidey stuff. What's next? Uh, then at, what level is that? That I think it's like 13th? Yeah, some, some it's crazy. It's like 13th level. It's a level you'll never reach. Vanish. Let's you hide as a bonus action. Rogues also get this along the way to, to use with their action, their cunning action, which yeah. they get at second level. They get the ability to use this vanish ability. So they can use the hide action as a bonus action. Yeah. And that's what you get at the 13th And you level, also, you can't be tracked. Mm. So that's cool. That's the flavor. That thing. is cool. Unless you want to. Vanish isn't that egregious. Vanish is it, not yeah. that egregious. I think you're going to be using this. Yeah, Vanish is Hiding as a bonus action. You're never going to be hiding as your action, let me tell you this. <laughs> but you you can, like, hiding as your bonus action, not bad. Yeah. You're, you may or may not be a squishy bowman. You may want to be hiding so you're not drawing the attacks. Um, and then poke out and shoot your bow. Mm. But this note I have in here. <sighs> so at second level, rogues get an ability called cunning action. Mm. Second level. Second level. This vanish at the 13th level. Now, with cunning action, that means you can use your bonus action to hide, dash, dash. disengage, Stage. like interact with an object, or something yeah. like that. A, a fat list of actions that you can use as your bonus action. At second level. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I think it's, it's really good. I, don't, I wouldn't say like the ability is super broken. It fits the rogues really well. Mm-hmm. Be able to like disengage as a bonus action, really useful. Being able to dash, bonus action, really it fits useful. fits the play style, it's good. Yeah, it's really good. But... <laughs> Rangers, at 13th level, get one, one of those <laughs> options from a rogue's cunning action. The rogues get it second. And it's just kind of like... This is the thing I wanted to touch on. Rangers have a lot of cool things, and they borrow a lot from other classes, like, oh, spellcasting, it's kind of like druids, and like fighting, it's kind of like fighters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get this ability, which is something that rogues get. Yeah, they and then one of their subclasses pulls a lot from rogues as well. Yeah, but it just... It combines a lot of things, but it, it just doesn't it blend. Just, it doesn't blend enough. Yeah. It just there's nothing there that warrants them to have all those abilities, but suck at all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I real quick, this is getting to be a, a depressing podcast. <laughs> I, I do want to say, if you're somehow still listening, um, you right now you're probably like, "Wow, Ranger sucks." Suck. Yeah. You are not wrong. They're not. I don't know if I say <laughs> even they're the worst class. No. Warlocks are bad. Warlocks are pretty bad. Once it, we'll, we'll get them. We'll, we'll talk about Warlocks. We're going to talk about Warlocks. I do like, like Warlocks a lot, but yes, we're, it, it does sound like Rangers suck a lot right now. But don't worry. Yeah. It's a saving grace. <laughs> there, there is a couple saving graces. Also, the fact that, um, once again, this is just mechanical stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you have this kind of campaign and you, you come up with Out a cool idea to... Make yourself look like a bush. Of a ranger, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I thought of uh, when I was saying how it should be a spell. I thought of the thing in Fortnite where you drink it and you look like a <laughs> the bush, bush potion. <laughs> I, just, I just imagine a locking bush in D and D, a little bow poking out. <laughs> I'm picturing like like a a clickbait thumbnail. Like they added rangers into Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> they come. You you start with a bush potion. Um, but anyway. There are so many cool things about about a ranger, and we're gonna be talking about that near the end of the episode about like what playstyle it fits and stuff. There's a lot of stuff we do like about rangers, like we yeah. said about the flavor and stuff. But right now, <laughs> while we're talking about the features, we're just, we just have to be honest and and just yeah, they're just they're not that good, and we have more to talk about. Mm-hmm. So the last ability, two abilities we were talking about, you know, yeah, how they're good at hiding. They're also good at seeking. Yeah, they're very good at looking at stuff. So basically, rangers are just really good at kids' games. <laughs> Hide and seek. 
tag favorite enemy is children i don't know something <laughs> wait, like that <laughs> wait can we do a, can we do a build where the range is like favorite enemy children and it's like domain is like playground <laughs> Actually, that just sounds like something. Yeah, else. That, sounds a <laughs> that, sounds bit, like, uh... that sounds like something else. Never mind. But it's just. It's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the hide and seek. That's true. I didn't. I just. You, I just made the connection. They're very good at hiding, mm-hmm. and they're very good. At seek- so how are they good at seeking, Gabe? Uh, so a couple of abilities. First one is primeval awareness. So they get it. Second level. I'll say third. third. Uh, let's you, like, burn spell slots to meditate and sense the presence of monsters within a mile of you. And their creature type, and also their location or number. No, not, not. Oh, but yeah, not their yeah, location, yeah, location or number. Because that would make it useful. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry. Actually, this is not bad. Yeah, yeah. As... It's not... Great. It's not great. But there are uses where you're like, yeah. okay, is this... Yeah, looking for dragons within yeah. a mile. Yeah. And that's cool. And if you're hunting something... Are you getting close? Yeah. Yeah, so I think this is this is fine. Burning spell slots is a little rough. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd rather especially just when like, you don't have many to begin with. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd rather just be like, hmm. you have amount of uses equal to your wisdom modifier or something like that. Yeah. Um, and recharges on a long rest or something like that. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't have it noted down here. At higher levels, you may be able to learn their location and number when you get to higher levels. I'm not sure, though. All right. Uh, but anyway, this is not a bad ability. Uh, it's just another ability that's kind of niche. Yeah. You're not going to use it all the time, but there are uses for yeah, it. Yeah, I sure. think I think there's definitely uses for it. Okay, what's next? Uh, so we have it written down as Feral Senses makes you not suck when fighting invisible creatures. <laughs> so you get this like, <laughs> you get this like 16th level, mind you. So this is mm-hmm. like way late in the game. You might not even reach this point. <laughs> You're going to die because rangers are, no. They, um, <laughs> they aren't wizards. <laughs> Um, so feral senses, yeah, it means you, it means it makes you not suck when you're fighting invisible creatures. Yeah, you don't get the disadvantage, right? Yeah, when, like, they're attacking you or something, and, like, it doesn't mean, like, you can, like, see invisible creatures. Yeah, no. But it's just, like, you're, it's easier for you to, like... Figure out where they are. Yeah, and, and, and stuff like that. Negate the... Okay. Disadvantages. I'm glad, I'm gonna be honest here, I know we're joking about it coming out at a later level. This kind of ability, you need to get it at a later level. Because this is a, this is one of those kind of niche little things... Mm. You gotta like a monk have a t- monk has ten of these that you get at later levels when you're gonna be facing stuff like this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In earlier levels, invisibility not gonna come up a lot uh, for for the people you're fighting. Depends on like the storyline. Yeah, or whatever. of course. Depends on the campaign and whatever. But when you're a higher level, you're gonna be fighting spellcasters and stuff mm-hmm. who will be casting invisibility on themselves and all this kind of stuff. So I think well, okay, this is not. Bad. It's just a niche. It's just niche. It's That's so kind of the, the trend of all of these. If it was like you can see invisible creatures, I'd be like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> but even then. But only in the wilderness. <laughs> but only, only in your favorite Bible. <laughs> only if it's your favorite enemy. <laughs> um, it's just niche. Too niche. Too niche. Too niche. Should we have a thing that's like, instead of like touche, it's like too niche. <laughs> uh, that's the theme of the ranger. All right. Get on to the good stuff. Subclass. Some, some saving grace stuff. I'm gonna be honest here. Uh, is it for you? Saving grace. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, let's talk about the good one. All right, Hunter. This is the one where you can actually do damage. Uh, better at fighting and killing. One of the strongest subclasses in five E, and actually kind of makes the ranger kind of good. Yeah, this is yeah. by far this one is... of the strongest subclasses yes. you can get. If this was like a fighter subclass, 
Oh, dude, fighter would be crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, Battle Master is already broken, but yeah, this is this is a really this this is a good compared to champion. compared to champion. Sure, oh no knight. Sure, but like <laughs> I think Battle Master is very good in my experience. All right, it's so many like it's very uses it versatile and it's it's gonna come it makes up a lot the of fighter stuff. better. I would yeah. definitely say that. Yeah. Uh, the hunter makes the ranger good at fighting. <laughs> now. Um, I can already see the posters. Make the ranger great again. It's <laughs> like the picture of a hunter. Actually, class. we're going to be talking about making the ranger great again hmm. at the end of this. Yes, that, we will. Yeah, we need to talk about that because I know Stick right around. now. I know right now you're it's kind not of all depressing. right now you're kind of depressed. Like, oh god, I don't want to play a ranger. Um, yeah. So basically, uh, every time you get uh, so at a couple different levels, like third level, seventh level, eleventh level, whatever, and fifteenth. Yeah. Yeah. You get to choose. Uh, so instead of just getting the basic ability for the subclass, like most things. You actually get an option of three. Three, yeah. For, one, for 11th level, I believe you only have an option of two. But Maybe, yeah. uh, mostly you can, you can choose between three things, uh, which is cool. Versatility, options, yep. good. Always love it. However, usually to balance things out, classes or abilities or whatever that have options makes them all a little bit weaker because you have the options. Mm-hmm. That's, That's not, not a thing here. in this case. <laughs> all of them are absolute really bangers. Good. Yeah. All of them are really good. Like the ones you get at third level. Yeah. Are so, so good. Good. I'm gonna try think of them off the top of my head. Colossus Slayer, a D8 when fighting okay. things that are a size bigger than you or more. No, right? no. Uh, I think that's a different one. Oh, is that uh, Colossus Slayer? Is if the monster has already been damaged, oh, you deal yeah. an extra D8 every time you hit them with an attack. That so is so good. After like the first attack against the monster for the rest of the combat, you can just add a D8 to your every attacks. longbow attack is two D8 plus oh. Dex. No, plus Hunter's Mark. If oh, not- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boom. Amazing. Uh, the other one, maybe Cla- maybe that wasn't Class hmm. Slayer. Maybe Class Slayer is... Okay, one is that if it's a size bigger... Yeah. You... Uh, we just pull out the player's yeah, handbook. Go, what are we doing? Look at the player's handbook. <laughs> uh, and then another one is, I believe, attacking multiple targets. Yeah, something about a horde. Or- we'll get into the details in a second here as he gets the book open, but... Third level gives you access to features that help you kill stuff better. Seventh level gives you access to features that help you live longer. Eleventh level gives you access to features that help you kill more stuff. Fifteenth level gives you access to features that help you dodge stuff better. Alright, so, yes, Colossal Slayer is the one where you deal an extra DA damage to creatures that have been damaged before. Uh, Giant Killer, when a larger, larger creature within five feet of you, like, misses you, you can immediately use a reaction to attack the creature. Uh, Hits or misses you. Yes. Hits or misses so you. So, just attacks you. Yeah. You get to use your attacks, action to attack it. You get to use your yeah. action to attack it. I'm going to That's say good. a note here. This is good, but not as good as Colossus Slayer, in my opinion. It doesn't yes, come up as Colossus often. Slayer is insane. Here is here's how I think mm. a little improvement, very small improvement, mm. makes this a little, little, more, but little better. And here's what it is. Mm. A size larger than you. Because that means if you are a dwarf, a halfling, or a gnome... Dwarves are medium. Oh, you're right. That would That makes sense. Sorry, a halfling, a gnome. <coughs> are those the only small creatures in the player's handbook? I think yeah. so. In the player's handbook. And you're a ranger? That means when you're fighting medium creatures you can get this? <laughs> oh, I like goodness. that. Yeah, I think that's I think that would bump it up. Mm. I think that would make it kind of kind of good. Yeah, it doesn't come as into play as often as Slayer, but still great. Uh then the third one, the third option at third level that you get is once on each of your turns, when you make a weapon attack, you can make another attack with the same weapon against a different creature that's within five feet of the original target and within range. Yeah, called Horde Breaker. Wow. 
really good. Yeah. Super good. So it's like, do you want to deal more damage to a single enemy? Do you want to be get better at fighting big stuff? Or do you mm-hmm. want to be better at fighting multiple stuff? Really cool. Love the versatility. Love the options. The crazy thing about Horrorbreaker is it doesn't take a, any type of action. Yeah. It's like once per turn when you attack It should creature. be a bonus action, honestly. It should be. It's real. Wait. Okay. Once on each of your turns. Okay, yeah. That's, that's kind of crazy. We're not going to get into the other stuff. Yeah. But just to give you an an idea of what these abilities are and the fact that you can choose between these when you get And they're level. all they're all good. They're all, all of good. them are good at all levels. Um they're all really useful. The ones at fifteenth level are like ones that help you like dodge stuff better. Two of those are actually rogues get as base class abilities, not mm. from a subclass, and they get them at way earlier levels. But even so, really 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 good stuff. Hunter, good. But then we get to what I wish was such Okay, I wish... What a lot was, of people wish was... <laughs> yeah, because this is so dripping with flavor and, and awesomeness. The other subclass is called Beastmaster. Beastmaster. Um, so, at third level, you get access to an animal companion. So great. Which you can sacrifice, basically, your attacks to have it attack and do things yeah. for you. I mean, outside of combat, too, I, th- I think it's all... <laughs> it's, you can, you can, yeah. It follows you around. It's your little buddy. It's cool. It's flavorful. It's interesting. It's not a good it's subclass. It's not a good subclass. Um, okay. Here, here's what I will say. If you want, like, a pit wolf or, like, a bear or something, you're like, dude, I want something that can, like, attack people. Mm. <laughs> I mean, if that's the flavor that you want to go for, Th- fine. Do it. Fine. Do you want to be good in battle? Always attack your... Only you would make you... Yeah, you no, attack. Don't have your Don't make your animal attack. attack. So... Here's what I suggest. If you're going to be playing... I mean, once again, if that's the kind of flavor and stuff you want, you don't really yep. care about dealing damage, fine. Ignore all this. Go for it. In Critical Role, uh, one of the characters a ranger. She has a pet bear. He's awesome. He's great. Yeah. Doesn't do anything. <laughs> but he barely does anything. But he's like a great, great character yeah, and yeah, stuff. Cool. And like, it's really cool. He's like the mascot of the, the party. What I will say, getting like a hawk yeah, or whatever. Yeah, can fly. Do reconnaissance. Yeah, do recon. Stuff. That's actually now useful. that is useful, That's mechanically and, useful, and cool. Yeah, yeah. And then you get the spell, speak to animals, boom. Great. Now you Great. have a flying scout, and you have them. They can have above you and in front of you all the time. Yeah, it's great. Also, you just just choose a dog because <laughs> you want a dog. I know you want a dog in D and D. Or you could have a monster dog. Just thrown out there. It's fantasy. Be who you want to be. A dire dog. <laughs> uh, okay. Can you choose an insect? It says beast. Can you choose a swarm of, like, bats or, like, a swarm of flies or whatever? Uh, let me see. Because I just thought of that, and that's amazing. Because I know it has to be a beast. That is no larger than medium and has a challenge rating one-fourth or lower. Can I go to the back? Next D. It's at the very back. Yeah. The very, very back. I'm getting, I'm getting there. Maybe it's a little before this. No, D. Yeah, after. Okay, is there like a swarm of things? Give us a second as we <laughs> find out if this is possible. They might not have it in here. Come on. Oh, you want a reef shark? <laughs> Okay, get the monster manual. I have to find out. We're going deep here, boys. This is possible. Ugh, okay. Alright, let me go to the back here. Okay, I know this is really boring for everyone listening, but, like, we have to find out. This is important to us. A swarm 
of insects is a beast. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's one half, so you can't yet. Ah, uh, dang it. It's, it's it's stronger than you can even imagine. <laughs> you can have a swarm of beetles or centipedes or spiders or wasps. So wait, let me get this straight. You can have a swarm of you can't have a swarm of insects, but you can have a bear. <laughs> no, I think he used a different step. Like oh, okay, okay. Uh, swarm of ravens, swarm of rats, swarm of bats. You can all have. That is cool. I think I just realized you can have a swarm of something as your animal companion. <laughs> Imagine being like a uh, some kind of like weird like vampire ranger thing, and having like your bats. Yeah, it's like a swarm of bats that follows you. I was thinking, beekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, imagine if you're a beekeeper. Your character literally has like armored beekeeping. Oh suit, my goodness! And they love honey, and they carry about like bees at the end of a stick. Like, okay, you know, like those hobo sticks, mm -hmm. and they have this, their stuff in the end, but it's a hive. hive. Oh! <laughs> no, that's lame. We're not gonna pretend <laughs> like that's cool. Um, okay, that's my new, that's my next character. It's Beekeeper Beastmaster Ranger. But yes, Beastmaster sucks. All right. Now we've kind of gotten through <laughs> the depressing stuff. This has been a this has been a a, cra <laughs> a crazy a crazy ride. It has been ups and downs. Uh. Last couple things here. Uh, play style. What play style does the ranger excel at? What is it not good at? Uh, what play styles should you have in mind if you think you want to play this character? Or okay. play this rank? If, you, if you've listened to this episode, and, and right now you're still like, I think I can still play ranger. You are destined to play a ranger because we just ripped this <laughs> thing apart. Uh, we just uh, insulted this, this poor kid. Uh, this poor class. <laughs> I just think like if kids, you still want to be a ranger, I admire your result. I admire your result because we just talked about how much it sucks. But guess what? I, I we I don't hate the ranger at no. all. I, I I really don't. It is it's so cool. Um, so if you still want to play ranger, I'm talking about that. Rangers for you. It's definitely <laughs> one of the classes you can play and enjoy because that means the things that are keeping it together that, that like are keeping you mm -hmm. attached to it are just, like the are theme, the things that you want. Yeah, the flavor, all that yep. kind of stuff, and those are the strongest suits. If you're someone who cares about being good uh, in combat, mechanically strong, powerful, do not play a ranger. Um, <laughs> unless. Unless, yeah, let's talk about it. Revised ranger. Revised anything. Any other ranger. Um, so Wizards of the Coast has realized <laughs> the ranger is not good. Yeah. So uh, I don't, uh, if, if you're familiar with this, maybe, maybe you're not. So they, there's a thing called Unearthed Arcana. I believe it's once every month. I believe so, yeah. Uh, Wizards of the Coast, they have a team of people, and they release a, a, a playtest PDF. Usually it's like new subclasses mm. or, or something like that. Um, a, a PDF, it's Unearthed Arcana. You can find it for free online. Um, it's actually, Unearthed Arcana actually used to be a, one, of the, one of the core books from an older mm. edition, second edition or something. But anyway, uh, so that's cool that they named it after that. It's like usually it's new subclasses. And yeah, stuff. like new subclasses. Yeah. This is player option, whatever. Along the line, they realized, hmm, it seems like every single person thinks the ranger is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so they did something about it. Uh, so the ra ranger revised. I haven't looked at it in a long time. So I pulled it up here just to see if it like touches on some of the things we were talking about. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull it up. Uh, and right off the bat, I can see it in f favorite enemy. 
includes all the stuff that it had before, and it gains bonus to the damage rolls. Exactly, because that makes sense. Like yep. you know where the weak spots are and stuff. You know where the weak spots are. You deal more damage. Uh, and natural explorer, they change some of the things where it's specific to this biome. They just change it to general things like you. Uh, oh, initiative. Ignore difficult terrain. You advantage yeah. on initiative rolls. Hmm. Yeah, just add a bunch of more general things instead of only in this specific yeah. environment. So even by just being a ranger, not even in your favorite environment, mm -hmm. you have advantage on initiative. During your first turn in combat, you have advantage on attack rolls against creatures that have not acted yet. Mm -hmm. Great. Yep. That's a great feature to get at first level. Plus, when you're in your chosen biome, you get the, the, the minor little benefit things. When no, no I think it's just, in addition, you're skilled in navigating the wilderness. Oh. So just, it's not a specific okay, environment. You don't choose a specific the biome anymore. This... So much better. Love it. Great. Both of these features now are good first level features. And then like fighting style, and I think spellcasting is the same. Primal awareness and stuff. Uh, most of the stuff is the same, I think. Um, okay, let's see here. Uh, primal awareness doesn't take a spell slot anymore. Is it uses? An amount of uses? We should have done this research beforehand, but... Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I no, I think you can just do it. Okay, hiding place is the same. <laughs> uh, vanish is the same. Feral Sunt is all the same. Okay, folks, there, whatever. Okay, now Animal Companion is good. Yes. Uh, is it? <laughs> Wait, is it? They I think make it stronger. They make it stronger. I don't think it's as good as Hunter anymore. Yeah, it's still not as good as Hunter. Well, it never was as good as Hunter. Yeah, it's not as good, it's not as, good as Hunter still, but it's better for sure. Um, also, they added a new one about being, oh, yeah. uh, being in the Underdark. Uh, yep. it, it's fine. It's whatever. It basic subclass. Yeah. They help. Yeah, Beastmaster's improved a lot. Because one of the main like downsides of Beastmaster was that you had to sacrifice one of your own attacks to have the yeah. beast attack. Meanwhile, in this, while the beast might not necessarily have all the options that it wants, it loses like, multi-attack and all that, but it acts on its own initiative. You don't have mm -hmm. to sacrifice your own actions to do it. Yeah, what is really cool, so instead of getting extra attack, though, actually, mm -hmm. um, as a ranger, instead of 5th level as a Beastmaster, you, whenever you attack, your companion can use its reaction to attack. Yeah. Which is just as, just, just, just as fine. Um, mm -hmm. It's weaker or stronger, depending on the, the situation. I like that a lot. Also, it's... Then at, like, 11th level, your companion's attacks get really good and stuff. It makes the Beastmaster into a good, balanced subclass. Not as good as Hunter. Hunter is definitely <laughs> S-tier... Uh, subclasses. Yep. But a good one now. One that is useful and still cool. Um, can you choose swarm of insects? No. Um, and then the deep stalker is also just fine. Yep. It's just fine. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's that's one option. If you want to play ranger, and you don't want to play the player's handbook ranger, check this out. Yeah. Ranger revised on Earth Arcana. It'll be the first thing you can find uh, when you search that up. Uh, just make sure you check with your DM and stuff, make sure they're okay with it. Yep. There should be, uh, or like, if like, no, Ranger's too powerful already, be like, listen to this podcast episode. <laughs> trust me, it's not good. And um, listen to us. <laughs> uh, there's a, another one, though. Uh, I did an episode, a whole episode on this. Mm -hmm. Uh, they released one of the other accounts, it was this really big thing that came out. It was called Class Variant or, mm -hmm. or, or something like that. Which basically, they released this, this whole thing where now, uh... You can, like, for each class, now there are things that, like, replace abilities or new abilities. Class just feature variants. Class yep. feature va variants, yeah. And it just, it just, 
shifts the 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 class a little bit, replaces some features, mm-hmm. improves some features and stuff. Um, a ton of stuff is that for the ranger. Yeah, like most classes have like you know like three or four. Yeah, the ranger has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yep, changes. It, yeah. <laughs> so once again, that also makes it a good class. If yes. you want to get more information on that, I go into each class and every kind of thing on that episode. I also talk about what it means for the game and what it means for the community and everything. I believe it's called Class Feature Variants and no, or like Variants in the Future of Class Features or something like that. Uh, One I, of those. I can't, I can't recall what the episode's called. <laughs> but if you want more information on that, go ahead mm-hmm. and, and listen to that episode. And then also, of course, there's the Ranger, Ranger Revised. Um, so you have options to make the Ranger better or you can just stick with this same base class if you just care about the, yeah, the flavor. Yeah, if it doesn't matter to you. And don't care at all. Yeah, then that's that's totally fine. Um, there's other aspects to D&D than... Yeah, you just need to D&D find D&D the ranger stuff. that works for you and what you want. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if, <laughs> um, if, if... If the ranger is something like the, the flavor is cool and like that stereotypical thing of like an elf jumping through the forest, even if that's not like your character, mm-hmm. but that kind of vibe sounds cool to you... Um, yeah, I, th- I think the ranger is for you. Yeah. I think it's good. Uh, if you want a taste of magic, but you don't want to go full magic, too complex or whatever for you, ranger good. Uh, if you want to be a fighter, but not kind of be boring. be a fighter, but also part of Greenpeace. <laughs> ranger. ranger. <laughs> if you want to be a climate change activist, ranger. No, I can't. <laughs> Maybe. Um, a hippie. A tree hugger, literally. A t- yeah, a, a hippie. Well, druid, druids are kind of hippies. Yeah. Druids and rangers. But tree hugger, literally, you, know, you look, grab onto the tree, cover yourself with the leaves. <laughs> <laughs> you already yourself half ranger. with cake frosting like pita. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Okay. That's that's the ranger. I know it got really depressing in the middle there. <laughs> as we were just tearing apart its abilities. But I, we want to be honest with you guys. It's, it's base, base class, player's handbook class. No. It has its faults. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. It, it, it definitely has its faults. Um, okay, so hopefully this this was able to let you know if this is something. Yeah, give you some ideas about the strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Whether you should or should not play this class. Yeah, and whether it, you know whether it just works for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because no class is like bad or good or whatever. It depends on what you want and what you mm-hmm. like and the kind of experience you're gonna get out of it. Um, so I think Ranger is a really good middle class. It's simple to pick up. It's it's easy to learn. Uh, it's just right in the middle, mm. kind of balanced wise with the martial weapons and the and the spellcasting stuff. It's it's a really solid class. It's just it's just really solid. Um, so, ranger, great class. I like it a lot, but I would never play it without making the changes <laughs> from the other things. All right, um, I think that wraps it up pretty well. Yeah. All right. Okay, you guys, that brings us to the end of today's episode. This was a... Uh, it's a fun one. This is a fun one. No, it, it, it really... It really it, Perhaps it really... Not, not for all the rangers out there, but it's fun for us. Uh, it, yeah, it's fun for us. Um, and hopefully it was really informative to you guys. Um, once again, if, if you want to be uh, keeping up with the podcast and what is the next episode going to be and you want to have a say in what we're going to be doing in the future mm-hmm. and the other stuff we're doing at D28 Academy... Uh, that are not just the podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at d20 underscore academy. Um, a little sneak peek. We have a little sneaky. Uh, we, we, I never d- used to do this. When, <laughs> when it used the podcast used to be just uh, primarily me, uh, I would kind of plan it week by week. But now we're ahead of schedule, baby. Hey. Uh, and so we know what next week's episode is going to be. Do you remember what it is? Player types. Player types. I did not look. 
<laughs> you knew that off the top of your head, all right? Because we yeah. were talking about it. Uh, it just yes. took me a second to peek over into my head. <laughs> Read it off my, my memory. memory. <laughs> um, so, player types, the, the different kind of players. This is going to be focused primarily at, at GMs and DMs, I think. Being able to understand your players, mm. cater to their needs, you know, not getting frustrated at someone because they don't play the way you play, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But also, if you're a player, you kind of want to figure out what what kind of player you are to help you better understand your mm -hmm. flaws and stuff and the things you need to work on. I think it can also be really useful yeah. for you as well. Um, and this is not going to be D&D &D exclusive. This episode we, yeah. just, we just did right now, this is D&D &D exclusive. Ranger, we're talking about the 5th mm -hmm. edition Ranger class of D&D. &D. Player types is one thing that, like, yeah, isn't, like, pretty much all RPGs. All tabletop RPGs, yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, even, honestly, like, video game RPGs yeah. as well. Uh, well, okay, anyway. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it. Uh, next week's episode is going to be a lot of, a lot, a lot of fun. Um, but thank you so much for listening uh, to, to this week's episode, and I hope you guys have a great week.